and the way that they they you know like actively engage with their thoughts is through images right mm -hmm. and so right there that's already proving to us that both things that we just talked about one being language right your words the words being used around you and the other one being what you perceive like the things you're literally seeing in the world are like the only two ways that people are thinking right wait to be fair to be fair like our director always said writing is thinking so there is this seems writing like there's three thinking. ways right? yeah well, but, yeah i'm sorry well no no well because like Writing is thinking, but writing is also language, right? Language. Writing is language, yeah, that's true. So at the end of the way, it's just the two, right? It's the images and then it's the words and mm -hmm. then those two things being like what basically formulates your entire Wasn't there, process. I know when we take critical theory class, they make you a jump on, is this author, I always say his name, he's French, Althusser? I'm saying his name Al wrong. His name is Althusser. He went crazy, killed his wife. Well, like he's, he's the dude little, that yeah. was really, he was the dude that went really meta. And mm -hmm. he, like, basically, why did we call this a table kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he jumped on that bandwagon, or maybe he's one of the founders um, of, about like, why do we call this a table versus a yeah. chair? And mm -hmm. I know it's supposed to deconstruct the way you think about things, but at the same time, the reason it helps us to know that this is a table for, mm -hmm. for, common, for common ground, you know? Because yeah. if nothing had language to it, which, it's very interesting. Um, I think we'll be fine. I think as humans, we would adapt, honestly speaking. Uh, but yeah. language does play a, a role. And it also, it can change. It's always changing. It's always evolving, right? So mm -hmm. it, it's amazing. Like, for example, they always say um, there's different types of language, right? There's language that um, invokes hatred. There, mm -hmm. Like, for example, if I were to compare Martin Luther King and let's say, who's really bad? I think Hitler always gets the number one, right? Or, or, or Stalin or something like that. Let's just yeah. say Hitler, Nazi Germany, and America, Martin Luther King. Um, mm -hmm. Both great speakers. Mm -hmm. Both great using language. The only difference, I would say, the big difference is the fact that one language took them to somewhere peaceful. Mm -hmm. We can argue that. And the other yeah. one took them somewhere more violently i would say yeah yeah so it seems like language is a tool it mm -hmm. seems like it is right we, we could check that box off but the next thing is right. there must be a way to actually use language to where it's not hurting anybody yeah. like for a number one language thing that comes up all the time because i work with mostly um i work at a contact center and most of my colleagues are, are female mm -hmm. and there's very few men in my in, in this particular field same thing at the writing so there's not many men yeah you know? and i started to think because they get caught up all the time though when they have a meeting and i'm the only male there they'll say all right um thanks guys for joining the meeting and they'll be and my my, my director i mean my manager says oh i gotta stop doing that and at the first i didn't really catch on to what they were saying and i thought oh, they said yeah we live in a very male-centric language yeah. type of world and right. then i started thinking about Everything else, like when Alan Watts, for example, right? With, or, you know, Alan Watts, the philosopher, would say, our yeah. language dictates our, our, I don't think he said this person, but to the lines of like, look at the words that we use to, to invoke success, right? He's saying yeah. things like, um, oh man, boy, oh boy, Alan Watts, you're <laughs> escaping me. Boy, oh boy. But he's, he, he essentially is the, the, 
the spokesperson for like bringing ancient um, Eastern philosophies into Western mind. Yeah. About <clears throat> time and things of like that, especially he talks a lot about money and, and, and what success is and stuff like that and being present and all that good stuff. But he yeah. does it on a Western sense of, of, of culture. So mm -hmm. my, my point is here is that people, um, people can use this language to do anything, go crazy, be creative, be happy, be sad. They can mm -hmm. also use it for things that benefit humanity. They mm -hmm. can do it to things that can be destructive to humanity. Mm -hmm. So at this point, it's not whether or not do we need language or not. Because, you know, the number one thing is, right, a lot of times when things go south, we got to censor people, right? We got to, yeah. people can't talk, people can't congregate, people cannot write things, people can't draw, people can't take art, they can't do art, they can't photography, they can't do any photography. And it's like, that's probably the worst thing you could do. Yeah. It's like, it, it, it's like, it puts you even more deep within like this, this movement. And one of the things that Martin Luther King yeah. and, and Hitler did that was also similar, they did things through media. So mm -hmm. Martin Luther King, um, I have a dream speech is recorded, I believe, right? Or mm -hmm. at least it's yeah. recorded by audio. I think it's visually too, you can find it. Yeah, Hitler, I mean, it's transcribed. Right? It's transcribed. It's, it's, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's available for the masses. Whereas mm -hmm. Hitler's stuff is also available for the masses. His autobiography is still out there, still on shelves. Yeah. His mm -hmm. documentaries that his country had made during the time are still there. Documentaries yeah. on him are still there. Um, mm -hmm. And there's even museums of, of Nazi memorabilia in, in Germany. So it's like, it's like media. We have to understand how powerful media is. Mm -hmm. In conjunction with language, um, in conjunction with visuals, I was talking to remember I was talking to Ed, our coworker. Yeah, his whole project was is mind blowing to me because I literally was like, uh, uh, I know nothing about this subject, right? I have no foot in it. Yeah, and when he talked to me the first time about it, I thought I knew what he was talking about, mm -hmm. and then when I actually saw his website, <laughs> yeah, when, yeah. I, when I actually saw his website and we started to do the podcast. Yeah. That's when I got like the biggest educations of my life when it came down to visual arts and, yeah. and, and, and just that world of it. Like I was looking at it very technically like, oh, how did they do this? How was that? And he was interested in all that, but he was, tell he was talking more about philosophy. He was mm -hmm. talking more about um, culture and, 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 and a human uh, humanity aspect of things. You know, yeah. I didn't hear... I didn't hear anything that, I didn't hear so much of the technical stuff, even though he's very, we can both nerd out about it. But yeah. he was really like, like doing it in a sense of like something like, he was so passionate about, like he was talking about um, how um, one of his projects had to do with, he, if you show one picture, right, of a mm -hmm. man smiling, right? And then you mm -hmm. show another picture of a woman walking down the block, your brain automatically thinks that there's something connected. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's called the Kuleshov effect. See, you know the effect. That's my point. Yeah. This is no, this was so brand new to me. Like, I'm sure they teach you this in class and stuff, or you stumble upon yeah. it, like how I did. But mm -hmm. the thing is that being exposed to that, right? Because it's a formula, right? You can do it. I can do it. You can do it, right? Yeah. Nothing stopping an entity that has so many people's attentions. I say attentions because I'm trying to pluralize it here. Mm -hmm. They have so many eyeball, eyeballs on the screen. It's nothing stopping them from doing the same exact thing. Yeah. It's nothing from stopping them from, from saying X equals, you know, one equals three when three is three. You know, it's nothing, yeah. it's nothing stopping them because your brain automatically does that. And guess mm -hmm. where I learned this from? 
I see in my, I'm going to tell you where, in, in this particular, uh, when I was younger, when I was like 16, 18, I used to play football with the mm -hmm. football jocks. They used yeah. to play outside the school to practice and they played with scrubs like me. And yeah. we would play, it was basically like a dummy bag for most of them, but, but I had some skill. I wasn't professional, mm -hmm. but I was definitely had some skill because I played with them, right? Mm -hmm. And I started watching a lot of football documentaries and I'm going to tie this in. I learned about, what's the, what's the name of the thing you just said? The Coolish Show Effect. The Coolish Show Effect. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. All right, let's just go with that. I'm sorry. So yeah. I learned that effect, right, via football. One day they asked me, hey, Austin, do you mind being on the line, offensive line? So meaning I have to charge the quarterback because I'm fast. Mm -hmm. I can go around the big heavy fellow, right? And I can yeah. get away from him and then rush the quarterback so he can mess up the play. Yeah. So I was very effective in that position. I, now, if you actually do defense, I'll, be, I'll die. But mm -hmm. on the offensive side, I don't have to protect my quarterback. I have to run straight to the quarterback. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I learned watching this documentary, there was an offensive line. I, told, I don't remember his name, but um, NFL player, what he would do, an interviewer asked him, what makes you so successful? And he's like, he's like one, I have fun with everything. And, and two, I try to get people's attention on the field. I try to, if I can just get, if I can just capture their attention just for two, a second, not even mm -hmm. a full minute, nothing, nothing long. I don't need to get in their head. A lot of, like a wide receiver will get into someone's head because then they won't catch the ball. Man, you suck. Yeah. You're not going to catch that ball. You start doubting yeah. that guy. Uh -huh. But with an offensive line, you don't have to doubt the defensive guy. His job is to protect his quarterback. He doesn't have to mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. All he has to do is read the play, right? Yeah. He has to be understanding of what's mm -hmm. going on in front of him. So if I'm trying to get around him, all I need is a second to get around him. So what his number one thing was when you lined up, right? You have your hands out like this. Most, some people have their hands down. They have it crunched down like this. Some people have it like that, right? And they're just yeah. constantly waiting. But in NFL, it was down anyway. What he would do was he would do that. He'll do a quick to like, like throw them off base like yes. oh now i'm like do you remember yeah. do you remember the movie man on fire with dakota fanning and desert Washington? yeah mm -hmm. remember what he used to do to train her for swimming oh yeah yeah yeah. He used to fire the gun so she wouldn't get startled when she first heard it because that second is what makes you win or lose yeah right? determines whether you lose or win so mm -hmm. i learned that from football so that means yeah. this thing it's like conditioning it's conditioning yes. it's yeah. it's it's this these um now this this knowledge is universal mm -hmm. the same way math is universal football players for example use math they don't call it math yeah. but when they're moving those circles around left and right they're adding yeah. subtracting they're trying to figure out weaknesses positive i would even go yeah. to the extent that they're even doing chemistry at a certain point yeah. now someone can argue with me but socially mm -hmm. chemistry because mm -hmm. they have to understand how people operate right yeah. And what's their goal to get to the other side? It's very materialistic, too, if you think about it. It's very warfare like mm -hmm. to get to the other side, right? Yeah. Um, this is your arsenal. Um, but it's universal. A lot of things that we think are only for this particular job or only for this particular genre of, 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 of whatever you're doing, a lot of these things are universal. So you might call it this effect, right? I might call mm -hmm. it that. The same way yeah. we have, everyone has a God, apparently, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> everyone has one, right? Everyone believes mm -hmm. in some holy thing. Well, not everybody, but. There's, there's yeah. a population that doesn't believe, right? But my point is here is that 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 particular thing that Edward Edward was talking about was that 
it, it was interesting for me to know that can happen also in a media form. Yeah. You know, to just capture my attention like that. And right away, I make a direct association to this. Yeah. You know, so everything, like, like how we have the panels right now, the side by side, traditionally when we have panels is because we're, we're, we're arguing with each other on a news station or something, or we're just mm-hmm. weighing in on a topic and we're talking shit, right? Yeah. Um, when it's the other way, right? When we have it, you're talking first, I talk second. It mm-hmm. only focuses on you or it focuses on whoever's talking, right? There's that yeah. option. And then the one I hate the most is when there's like 8,000 people. Yeah. And it's, it's like little, little screens of everybody yeah. and you're like, well, that yeah. is the purpose of talking to people. You can't see them. Mm-hmm. So there really seems to be like a Goldilocks zone to what works, what doesn't work. You know what I mean? How many people can actually do it? And then I, I transcribe this now to just politics and just the things that we complained about earlier about being stopped and things getting too big and mm-hmm. be, things becoming uh, myoptic, as Haley would say, or mm-hmm. things becoming um, so um, um, blinding to us that we can't pull away the veil, even, uh, veil, even if we want to say veal. <laughs> pull mm-hmm. away the veil, even if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. So that's my trippy moment for today. Hopefully that wasn't too uh, meta. Hopefully it's you know metaphys- metaphysical, but yeah, um, it's, it's, it's definitely we like do it all the time. We engage with media in like these same universal ways. Engage with everything, right? I think it also speaks to the fact that we just as like the inner cave people that we are or that mm-hmm. we came from are constantly looking for patterns mm. in, in, in life, right? Mm-hmm. And so the need to find associations between things or to build mm-hmm. these associations, it's not just because like these two things exist next to each other. It's because I'm trying to establish mm-hmm. some, some pattern that, that then I can unco- like subconsciously log into my brain for future reference, right? Mm-hmm. For, for like me to be able to do it again. And, but if you knew that, right, if you were conscious of that 24-7, which we're not, you know, yeah. we, we slip mm-hmm. up here and there. But say yeah. you're conscious about that when you watch the news, uh, when mm-hmm. you go vote, uh, when you raise your children, uh, you go to school, uh, you go yeah. to job, you go to work at Wingstop, right? Whatever yeah. the case may be. If you're conscious of that, right, it almost seems like you have the ability to protect yourself even more. Yeah, a lot of, absolutely. You know, we have passwords on our phones or computers, right? But we don't have passwords mm-hmm. to this. Right? It sounds real poetic, right? <laughs> we don't have passwords to our yeah. lives. You're you know, like, going back to home privacy. For your heart. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't have encryption <laughs> barriers for, for things to get inside of us. The reason why I brought up kids before, well, the reason why I brought up yeah. um, the windows to our souls is because we can laugh about this, but the reality of this is that there, we have to find some type of way to protect ourselves from shit like that. Yeah. Because that energy, yeah. that energy one and those motives do exist. They coexist. And it also mm-hmm. is on a technical level happening to us. When I yeah. watch a, a romantic comedy, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, they all start and end the same way. Yep. Who's to say, right? Because they did a study with this with Disney, by the way, with the princesses. Mm-hmm. But who's yeah. to say, if someone did a study right now with all the rom-coms out there, how do people view, how do couples view love? How do couples view relationship and dating, right? Yeah. And you have to wonder now, like, how much of that seeps into our psyche for decision-making? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. it's back here, but once it starts developing into an action or belief, which can even mm-hmm. be even more, 
dangerous, right? If I think I have to get married at a certain age, or we have to get married in a church, or we have to get, um, if I had to have two kids instead of one kid, or if I had to have the white picket fence, or if I have to have all the, like the house thing I said before, why is everyone from Mm -hmm. the same house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's in, it's constantly instilling like ways of being that's it right because i mean also i mean okay so media is a pretty good reflection of the times of the era right? is it reflection or is it you know the, the classic argument is it is it reflection or is it or is it art is it art imitating, art life, imitating or life, life or like yeah imitating um art right but see that so that's the thing like it's both at mm-hmm. the same time which is why we can never like t- tear it apart right they're happening yeah. simultaneously and then like the trouble comes in the fact that i think just as humans right as those like inner cave people that i mentioned before we like have this inherent need to want to tear those two things apart because you've convinced yourself that if if they're if they're together and and they're happening at the same time and i can't decipher them that means i can't understand them perfectly like as these individual separate things mm-hmm. and like that lack of understanding or knowing something wholly bothers us yeah right but and like yeah yeah please I'm sorry. no 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 continue but no i've been cutting you off all day i've been <laughs> cutting you off all day that's because we keep talking about things that we're both really into yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. sorry no no but, no, no. but um, it's it's like it's that and then it's also like because i've been i've been thinking about the the like love and relationships and all that shit too lately Mm -hmm. but because i keep seeing that on netflix the like these shows that have been trending or the shows that keep being recommended all this somehow we are now more obsessed with watching dating shows and watching relationship shows than we were before and that's a good reflection of the time right because everyone's talking about how no matter what situation you're in no matter who you're around everyone is at least a little lonelier just because of the fact that we are isolated right Mm -hmm. from like our old lives and that degree of loneliness no matter how much you have it then like makes you think about relationships, think about connections, and then makes you more susceptible to be like, oh yeah, dating around? Let me watch this show. And it's like the same show over and over and over again. It's like watching people connect. It's watching um, How much of that is being instilled? And then at the same time, right, it's reflecting how we feel or maybe Mm -hmm. it's even taking advantage of the fact that we do feel lonelier or more isolated. And then it, at the same time, it's instilling all these ideas that I'm going to use or unconsciously is going to affect me in some way, right? Now I think like, oh, okay, like that's, dating looks like that for everyone. Cool. Like, Listen, I'm I, guilty. I you know, you know the show Catfish? Yeah. <laughs> I'm guilty. I, my father and I sometimes, when I, when I go back home, I watch it with him sometimes. And it's just yeah. us because my, my mother and my sister are like, this is stupid. Right? Yeah. But when I'm sitting with my pops, we're like, I don't get it. How did, oh, okay, let's find out what happens next. Is he gonna, mm-hmm. is he, who's it gonna be? For us, it's like, like, pull the current out already. You wanna see who this person is. Like, what's, <laughs> yeah. what stopped you, man, from, from FaceTiming this person? Oh, my phone mm-hmm. broke. Bullshit, you know, we, like, we get so wrapped up in these shows. And it's, and yeah. it's funny, because even the guy who created the show seems pretty genuine, dude, you know? 
and he's like, and it's like at the yeah. same time, it's like there's a Jerry Springer out there, there's a Maury, there's there there's there's I'm probably there's all the judge shows you can watch. There's the catfishes of the world. Yeah. There's the MTV side of things, you know. There's all that stuff. We're constantly like we're constantly engaged. Unless unless you don't have TV, like I myself, I don't. I mean, I have YouTube. I, my yeah. my default is you know Instagram and YouTube at this point that that takes over my life yeah. sometimes. But to what you said, um, uh, man. To, so what you said is 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 that you're talking about this dating show on Netflix, and that, that it might it might possibly be taking advantage of people to some degree, as far as like they know this mm-hmm. is what people are thinking about sex, right? Or just dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the title sounds promiscuous, right? Thing yeah. around, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They start thinking like, well, what if Netflix, because they're also a, a big money making company, right? Yeah. At what point do we say like Morgan, no? no, I can't subscribe to Netflix. You know what I mean? Yeah. At what point do we say to ourselves, this is having a, a negative effect on my community, on myself, mm-hmm. and yeah. it comes down to the line of, like, what does the word genocide mean now? Mm-hmm. Right? When you think about it for the, the, the 19, early 1900s, you might be thinking, oh, boarding school, kill the, uh, um, save the man, kill the Indian, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. You might be thinking that. You might be thinking, you know, I don't know, you want to throw some out there? <laughs> you might be thinking genocide, oh, I come to your village, you know, burn it down, yeah. put you on, and it's put like you... It's like this inherent, like, we have an idea of violence and what violence looks, looks like, like, and right. then totally take for granted that it can be considered a very violent thing to constantly consume this thing that is altering, you know, like some, mm. some part of my brain, brain or some part of like what I think or how I feel or something yeah. like that. And all of that takes conscious reflection, right? Well, what makes a slave, right? If you look at the Greek, the Greek version of it, right? The, the, yeah. If you look at the Greek writings, what a slave is, and, and even if you take Frederick Douglass about what a slave is, yeah. at the end of the day, they always go back to 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 the writing aspect, right? A, a yeah. reading aspect, the writing aspect, where it's like, it's it's a matter of what set a slave free. In this in these two cultures, it was literacy, right? Mm-hmm. It was it was yeah. learning, right? The master's ways, right? It was learning, right? Like, what did, what are the tools that the masters use in order to enslave? So yeah. if we're being enslaved via language, via. Yeah via whatever cities whatever the case may be right amazon mm-hmm. whatever, whatever it yeah, is right it's still slavery you know what i mean because mm-hmm. this is what they were always after to begin with slavery wasn't just oh i conquered your land now you work for me kind of thing right. that's part of it that's yeah. that's part of it but if you can if you can swindle people to live where you want to live where you where you want them to live that's just mm-hmm. as manipulative if not worse yeah, and if, of course. You know, because then we become like the whole, and what do slaves do? You have to ask yourself, what do slaves do? Slaves work yeah. tirelessly, mm-hmm. endlessly, endlessly, literally, yeah. endlessly. Slaves also feel like they have no way out, right? Yes. Which is a big theme and a big thread in like how people feel currently yes. because of just like capitalism or because yes. of uh, quarantine or just yeah. all that, right? There are My all f- these overlapping Yes, there's so many overlapping things that make us a modern day slave. But it's almost hard because we they told us what like if you think when I say they I talk about the I talk about the 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 entities that have the power to show. 
Yeah. I'm not going to say media or politics. Well, whoever has the power to do it, that's who I'm talking about. They yeah. showed us chains. They right. showed us whips. They showed us ships. They showed mm -hmm. us auction blocks. Yeah. But they never showed you human trafficking. Mm -hmm. They never showed you um, slave farms. They never yeah. showed you... Um, oh, my goodness. The list can, they never showed you um, how do they procreate. Mm -hmm. Okay, how they get more slaves out of situation. They never showed yeah. you the, the, the boarding schools that these, these children went to. That's you know, they never did and that. They never showed you the missionaries that, that radically yeah. changed cultures for the rest of their life and their and yeah. their histories. They, they never show showed you that. like the building blocks, the tiny the tiny yeah. particles, right? The things that came together essentially to make this slavery possible, right? Yes, yes. And how those tiny particles are constantly evolving with us, right? And constantly mm -hmm. existing in new and modern ways. And they could be actively working towards, again, like you said earlier, like this modern day kind of slavery, yeah. right? And I think that part of that is like, it's too much to digest, right? Supposedly we've convinced ourselves that there's, there's a limit to how much we can digest at a certain um yes that's point true. like that's there's true. a limit to how much i'll read before like feeling sleepy or before you know i just like start glazing over the words and not really mm -hmm. thinking about them right mm -hmm. there's like all these limits um for ourselves uh and that's different for every person so we've created symbols right symbols are easy like packaged digestible yeah for Bite us, size kind of. right the symbol, the, the chains, the image of the chains is the symbol for this much larger mm -hmm. thing going on in, in the world, right? And so, like, when we create, though, like, symbols are great because they're able to reduce a very complex idea, right, and offer it to someone, um, yes. but also not great because if we get so comfortable with just looking at symbols and just taking symbols at face value, mm -hmm. then like we start to not care or consciously actively seek uh, the, th the things embedded in those symbols, like mm -hmm. the, the actual like farm, right? The, the actual, you know, the school system or lack thereof, the, mm -hmm. the little pieces that made that symbol possible. Right, good right? point, good point. I mean, you, you, you know, you're alluding to flags, you're moving to anthems, you're, you're alluding to war, you know, you're, you're alluding yeah. to uh, a lot of the things that, um, like you said, it's, it's very difficult to, to digest all that in one sitting, which I yeah. won't recommend to anybody because that is a slow and deadly path to going insane because you yeah. do need balance. So if we can bring in some balance here. Even though these things do exist, there's also the front of things that are combating it, you know? Yeah. So I bring up 1984 because I recently reread it. I'm rereading it again, right. actually. Yeah. And I remember Big Brother being the, 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 the symbol that people mm -hmm. were so hooked on. But then there was also another symbol there, which was like the savior. The, the, basically what um, Winston thought, the main character thought, was his way out of this. He thought he was part of the secret thing that he could be part of and then get rid of Big Brother. It turned yeah. out that that was just another symbol for Big Brother to use to capture him yeah. and to bring out his deepest, darkest spheres of mice and all this stuff from the yeah. tortured place that he was in. But the reason why you mentioned what, what really sparked something in me just now is like symbols, right? They're so powerful. And when they're used, right, um, for mean things and, and, and 
I say mean like a five-year-old, you know, mean things. But when they're used <laughs> for mean. when they're used for diabolical, like pinky in the brain, take over the world type of stuff, you yeah. know. We I think of always I always think of Bob Marley. I always think of um fear is my only courage, you know, from one of his songs, you know. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, if I use that fear that I have just now, maybe I can have a better shot. Because I'm thinking about what are the slaves, right, who broke out of their slavery, right? Broke the chains, so to speak, or literally the chains. How do they make if, if they did make it out of slavery, right? How when did they when was the moment that solidified it for them? You know? So yeah. for me, one of the reasons why I started writing was because I, I started reading these slave narratives. Frederick Douglass is the big one, but yeah. I started thinking about like shit. Or Sarah Winnemucca, you know, she wrote her own autobiography, Native American um, Beyond yeah. um and the West Side of West West America. And I was thinking like, how do they how do they start seeing themselves as human? And it, it literally was just by knowing to just think of themselves as a human, not as a slave. Because a yeah. lot of times we think of things that we can't do, right? right? We think about our limitations, but we don't think about our up, our, our upheavals. We don't think about um, the ways that we can climb over those things, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the hope lies in, um, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think it's not necessarily the symbols, even though it's very, it feels good to see a symbol of hope, right? But Mm-hmm. I've learned that you can't put too much, you can't invest too much, you can't put all your eggs in one basket, basically, um, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting to do. But right now, we are clinging to symbols. We are clinging to um, yeah. election day. We're clinging on to COVID. That's another symbol. We're yeah. clinging on to isolation and the slogans of social distance or Black Lives Matter. For that, you yeah. know, These are all slogans. They're all used in very meticulous and clever ways to... to, yeah. to kind of either placate or or pacify or 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 somehow help the agenda that's already been here for years to exasperate even more during a crisis so to speak and that's the reality of it and i think but yeah yeah. no and like i think we have to just like hope that the conversations or the engagement surrounding right this um these symbols is enough to make people want to see what's behind the symbol, right? To really understand the little pieces because at the end of the day, the reason we might not do that is because it's hard work, but it's also hard work that needs to be done, right? If you want any sort of awareness or like, I don't know, agency over whatever's happening. Agency, that's what it is, agency. Agency, (laughs) instead of just being a passive consumer of all these things that are thrown in our faces all the time. It goes back to Wally. Are we going to be the people sitting in the chairs with the screens? You know, I, oh. it's not far. Or from. are we going to collect plants and build <laughs> these trash structures? Trash cities. I have thoughts on so many things, but then we'd be here for seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save it. We'll save it. We'll make it. Oh, I might God. make this into like a series. Because I don't think anyone Please, is yeah, watching. we can we can start next time with UFOs. Like I'm down. Oh like God. I have stories. Like I'm here. <laughs> I think this would be more productive as a series because four <laughs> hours. I'm gonna edit this out into hour bits, so I'm gonna put four 
parts to it. And plus, I had the other thing that we Honestly, did last time, which is five things. Bless you, child. Like, you have to go over all of this again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a little lazy with it, and I try to just be as, bl- I kind of try to keep as original as possible to the yeah. actual thing we made, but the glitching parts are a little annoying, and the sound things, too. Yeah, of course. But for the most part, four hours of fun is ahead of me, for sure. Yeah. And plus, oh. Haley's podcast, and plus the one you did before me, so. And plus yeah. the one I'm going to be doing on Wednesday, so. Yeah, I mean, this is how you stay productive during COVID-19. That is, yeah, you've got your plate full. I, though, speaking of, have to feed this cat now. Okay, yes, I know. Who is grilling me, honestly. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time. We'll we'll talk. uh, We'll cut it short. Thank you. Yeah, we'll start it off with UFOs next time, all right? Sounds like a plan. Thank you for the four hours of your life just now. (laughs) Thank you, Austin. Bye.